Thank you. This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com. Sales, restoration, customization. Happy New Year! You are listening to The Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Shut Your Trap, a.k.a. Chris Freebus. Joining me as always, my co-host, Jared Morgan. G'day, friendly listeners. <laughs> I thought I'd lost you completely there. You are having a little uh, technical glitch getting started up today because uh, for some reason Jared's camera didn't uh, want to work. No, I don't know what's going on here at the moment. The oh. um, the pigeons carrying the data. Ooh, now, now I was gonna say now it sounds like uh, you're having a little uh, satellite delay. I talk and then it takes a few okay, seconds. Okay, we'll need you to do. bear that in mind when you start trying to talk over the top of me. <laughs> you mean like, you mean like yeah. I always do? <laughs> I don't know. That's gonna be tough for me. <laughs> it, it'll be me doing a solo show with uh, little interjections or something. That's okay. We'll fi- we'll figure this out. So, uh, yeah, we took a little uh, three-week vacation here. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, we needed to eat lots of turkey and um, open some presents and stuff. And there was unfortunately no pinball machine underneath my tree this year. I know. Oh. I wasn't really happy about that. But, you know, what were you going to do? Um, <laughs> who knows what 2016 has in store? Because <laughs> you really were expecting that to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Your I knew right? my wife would actually be able to go out and source a pinball machine, work out whether it was of respectable quality, um, or, you know, just go down to AMD in Australia and just buy one <laughs> from in the box for me and go, here you go, here's a pinball. Oh, if you'd done that, I could tell you this much, I would, <laughs> my jaw would still be dragging on the ground. But um... <laughs> you're like, um, I got no time so for I'm the podcast. Finish, I'm playing pinball. pinball. See ya. <laughs> So I will uh, point out, uh, for those of you on Blab and watching at later points or whatever, that uh, hey, what I'm wearing. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Blocking you the size of the logo. That thing yeah. looks great. I love the size of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's still maybe a little large for me because um, it goes all the yeah. way down to the belly. And uh, I don't know. What do you mean the camera's yeah. mirrored? It, well, it is not mirrored. Yeah, I'm seeing you, it backwards, the logo. Um, Really, you were seeing the black backwards. How come it's not um, showing backwards to me? Your, I think you can flip your Interesting. camera. Interesting. We we don't worry about that now. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too so, uh, too. Uh, I know I'm not sure what settings those are in, but uh, yeah. But so anyway, um, yeah, I like the the logo on the back. I I posted pics on uh, Twitter uh, of me wearing it, so I like how the logo on the back or the mm. the words on the back showed up. Um, I got the extra large T-shirt. Oh, right. It's huge. I got the XL so as well. So be, be, aware, be aware. It's um, it's a it's a oh, large extra well, that large. Way, if it shrinks the um, wash, you won't have to worry which, about it, right? Like it'll be perfect fit. That's true. I that's true. I have not uh, put it in the wash, so I don't know uh, uh, if that'll be a that'll be an issue. But the uh, the quality of the print it feels pretty solid, and the graphics came out nice. So no, overall, I'm generally pleased. So 
folks, we are still selling these t-shirts. Uh, just because you missed the first volley doesn't mean that you're going to miss anymore. You can still go in and uh, purchase them. That is, in case you didn't remember, represent.com forward slash blockade logo T. There, oh, blockade slash dash, logo slash actually. T. Make sure we dash. Dash. Oh, yeah, because slash Maybe would be navigating there. Navigating the tree of representation.com that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'd like that very much. So, yeah, anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it and I like the color and everything. I think so, the color looks good. Uh, I'm yeah, glad sure you, you, uh, you completely it. threw out my design and went with the um the sort of like um gray color <laughs> shirt because I think that looks good. There's a lot of black shirts out there, and I think having the gray just makes it look that little bit different, and I like it. Yeah. More importantly, now I have something to wear this Friday at the uh, Arcade Expo in Banning, Banning California. California. Yeah, Banning. Oh, Banning, all just uh, you know, just might as well call it the uh, uh, hellhole or something. I don't know. There, there's nothing just out like there. a warehouse um, lot out there, right? I think it used to be an industrial complex of some sort. It's not a warehouse. It's a, a, oh. a solid building, as far as I know. I don't know. Yeah, right. I'll find out on Friday. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Arcade Expo, uh, 750 plus pinball machines set to oh, free play. Yeah, that's yeah. Gonna be hard to take. Um, yeah, they're doing the they're doing the entire weekend, but I'm taking uh, uh, the Jeff Strong approach. Uh, Jeff, as you know, used to podcast with us, but you know he doesn't anymore. Bastard. He's got better things to do um, this time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, anyway, he went on a, on the Friday, and it was relatively. I mean, he, he didn't have any problem getting around, mm. and he's in a wheelchair. So. But then I saw pictures of it on Saturday. Oh, it's bat chisel like, oh and on, you know, on Saturday, man. Couldn't even move. It's nuts. Yeah, couldn't even move. From what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, though, that I've never been over there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But you saw the pictures, too. So what what's interesting is that um, everybody is piling onto this thing, which is kind of cool. I mean, I think that's what it was, you know, it's kind of what it should be. But uh, there used to be, there was a tournament down here called It Never Drained in, in yeah. Southern Cal. Um, and they're doing their uh, tournament instead at this, um, making a three-day tournament too. I think so. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. From Coast to Coast um, was talking with um, uh, one of the sharps about that and merging it in. Um, yeah, so it was interesting to see why they did that. But yeah, if you haven't um, listened to the latest Coast to Coast yet, you can learn more about why they did that. Well, the last one that they did was mm. at a bowling alley. So I think you can understand why they've <laughs> they'll have significantly more room to do this and better selection yeah, of tables. I'm that's sure. That's definitely good. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm I'm curious to know what I'm going to see there if I'm going to see anything new. I mean, because it's not really a showcase uh, for be, new tables. From what I, mean, I hear of all the show reports last time, it was a whole stack of very generously user contributed pinball tables. Um, um, that people have trucked in. I think there is a um, a standard set that they have access to, and I don't know where they get them from. It could be PPM. It's no, it's it's one guy. No, it's one guy. Is it? It's one. It's one guy that oh, owns wow. the collection. That's why it's insane. He owns most of the tables oh, that geez. are in there. And has had them in storage. Yeah, that's why the that's why the Kickstarter was such a big deal. Why they were trying to do this because he owned this whole collection. He'd just been collecting throughout the years. I'm, I think he owned arcades and stuff too. Um, but he, most of them were you know just stacked in a warehouse, and he wanted to display them and and let people play them and you know kind of be a museum sort of deal. 
And so that's how this all came about. And so there's been a, like last year, there was a lot of complaints, I guess, that uh, quite a few tables weren't <clears throat> functioning. And for the past couple of months, people have been going out there volunteering and just, you know, changing fuses, getting things That's up and running. Right. I've heard that, um, um, that actually, I mean, it's, uh, <clears throat> last year they had some EMs there, but they were pretty much museum pieces because none yep. of them were working. But what they've done over the summer is they've actually got a qualified mm -hmm. EM technician in to really go over um, oh, a nice. lot of the Belly and Williams EMs there. So that'll be a real treat for people who, who mm -hmm. want to actually see what a um, an analog computer looks like with balls rolling around the play field. Um, so I would love to go there and do it. I've got a bit of a taste for it since listening to, um, Nick Baldridge's podcast and I'd love to get my hands on some more EM play. Um, you know, I guess, you know, with the upcoming EM tables coming in, um, pinball, okay, we might get a bit of a chance, chance to do that digitally. Um, but, uh, yeah, but we all know that digitally, uh, no, EMs are not the same a, as a the, scratch real. And sniff <laughs> the real deal. Um, card in it to have that sort of like, um, ozone smell that you get, um, when you're playing, uh, EMs, but you know, as a, um, uh, you oh, know, as a substitute, it'll be, you know, it'll be okay for me, um, until I can somehow wing my way over to the U S again and play some more and get, get over to Pacific pinball museum and play some more EM over there. Or, you know, just maybe next year, um, uh, try and work out a strategy to get over there and, um, and go to one of these conferences, save up some money and get over there for a pinball conference. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'll be really curious to see what I do wind up playing. Whatever, <laughs> I know Whatever the lines are shortest, basically, because your goal, this is the goal I'm setting you. Your goal is to never be not playing a pinball machine oh, boy. during the allotted ticket time. Well, yeah. So you, should, <laughs> you should make a pledge to yourself that I will not be standing around watching someone else play where it's a machine that I can stand <laughs> in front of and flip madly. So that is your challenge. I just know that... Uh, uh, Playing the EMs, again, they hold no, I mean, other than if I see one that I, I you know, actually know, or if I see anything that actually has a cool looking layout, um, I'm going to be probably in system 11 hell. But remember. <laughs> um, I actually, you know what, what, actually what I'm thinking, what I probably will check out is there's a, there are a lot of modern Sterns that yeah. I've never tried. I'm in the second um, boat. I wouldn't say that they were the quality, like, you know, like 24 or X-File, oh no, X-Files yeah. with Sega. Um uh, oh, there was that. There was that whole middle batch. Like I yeah. played the. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never touched any of those. So you know, if they have those, then I'll probably uh, be checking. They're that very stuff interesting. Out too. If they, what would be interesting to see if they've arranged them chronologically? Like it'd be great if they had the stern row. If they've actually arranged them chronologically, because you could walk past them, and you could see that period in time when Stern had a real challenge mm -hmm. trying to keep the doors open, and just take a look mm -hmm. at the cues and designs they use in their games over that period before they hit, um, you know, the, the sort of, you know, what is it? The um, Tron era or Spider-Man back in 2007. Right. And you'll see that like, oh man, they were scraping around to try and get these pins out the door with, you know, balancing features with budget, with all the other challenges they had. And it's a bit of a interesting look, a interesting snapshot back in time. So yeah. I, and look at, look at them now. They're, um, <laughs> It's like they moved into a giant new facility. They're, uh, you know, doing the legacy collection now with, uh, uh, is that what they're calling it? Wait, legacy? Yeah. 
Vault. That's it. I'm calling it Legacy. Yeah, Vault with a uh, uh, redo in Spider Man, and hopefully that means a whole bunch of new, uh, new it. old tables. Oh, great. <laughs> with with maybe still, better art. And better still, art would be good. Yeah, you know, grossly unaffordable for us <laughs> down here in Australia, but that's only because of our shitty exchange rate at the moment. But you know, seven thousand five hundred US for a brand new Spider Man. Um, fantastic. You know, I know that the some of the prices of those tables, um, if you get a good one. One, you're looking around five because yeah, it is a really popular table. Like this is well, you have to think about this too. That if you read all the improvements, they've basically they looked the at uh, you know like after, they've they've gone through and yeah, after this many after this many years of people using them, they're like, oh, this is what breaks, and this is what breaks, and no, this can be improved. And it's like, yeah, so you'd think that this is going to be a much yeah. better built. Uh, Imagine what they machine, could do going through you know, the back catalog and revising, basically doing service bulletins and using this as a, as a way to actually service bulletin all their old games that are now like pretty much yeah. knackered on location. And for those people who actually own these tables already and are running them on, on street locations, it's great because they'll be able to go back through and get brand new assemblies from Stern for all of these um, games. And they're pretty much dropping replacements because they haven't changed the playfield layout. All they've done is change the art. No. And yes, albeit some of the, yeah. the toys are now different to make it um, aligned with the Spider-Man universe, but like it gives all. Again, that doesn't look like where the it's ball because like they've ruggedized <laughs> ramps and no. stuff like that because they always get slammed on those tables. And remember back yeah. then too, they were doing all they could to cut costs, so you could pretty much guarantee that the the ramp mm-hmm. mylar thickness and the plastic thickness was a little bit less than perhaps what they're using now, just to save that little bit of extra money. Um, so this is great for operators. It's great for collectors because they get this beautiful new piece of artwork that they can put in their game room. And, you know, it's really, it's great for pinball in general. I think it's, I applaud Stern for doing what they're doing. And um, I really look forward to seeing it on location down here in Australia because I reckon someone, I reckon at a minimum, we'll get it down in uh, Surface Paradise, at time zone, because they, they pretty much commit to getting every new Stern down there. So I'd be interested just to like go down there, take a trip down there one weekend and just go and gorge myself on a bit of pinball down there when it comes in. Yeah, I've noticed uh, there's been all of a sudden a, a flurry of articles mm. regarding pinball, uh, regarding, the, regarding the health of pinball. Uh, just also noticing that I've noticed some articles about the competition that it's obviously spurring everything on. Uh, you may have heard the announcement with uh, Stern talking about when they were talking about Spider-Man, but also they're going to LCD yeah, screens. That's right. Um, which they said they will be on their next table, which is going to be Both Ghostbusters. Likely, yeah. So, you know, it's, yeah. So it's like, you know, things are, are progressing and, and, you know, they, they were talking about how they had to move to this new facility because they couldn't crank out the machines fast it. enough. Like... Imagine so, that. What a yeah, predicament I mean, to be in. Like back in the early yeah. in like two thousands yeah. when they were struggling to just do three or four thousand. Now they're looking at, you know, limited edition runs and different product types and all that sort of thing. And um And here's what's funny is you because you you tweeted out and I, I happened to comment on it uh today, uh with Kodak coming out and they debated debuted the it at CES, a, a new, new Super, Super 8, 8. Yeah. camera. A film yeah. camera. And film camera and they added on an LCD screen so you can actually use it as, you know, that as the viewfinder, you don't have to mm. look through the back of it, which is again, uh, it's 
meeting what people are used to, how people are used to looking mm. at these things today. So you know, that's what you need to do. You need to innovate, even though it's you old tech. You need to make it accessible um, for the generation that is used to looking through a screen. I think it's a really right. Mm. And then, and then my question was going to be, well, what are you going to do? Oh, great! So you get the film developed, you come back. Well, nobody has no. projectors, you know, to, you know, to project in their house anymore. And and then I read that no, they're doing a 4K scan just like they do for you know us and TV, and you get the digital file sent to you plus you'll get the film sent to you and it's like oh this is brilliant because now you can just put it straight into your computer do your editing that you want and more importantly what i thought was in the article that you linked to they were hoping to get the attention of line users which i was like oh that is genius because these are only three minute cartridges you know for the most part and so you know vine being six six second Video is it's With like Super oh. 8, you, you're in the industry, so you'll probably be able to briefly touch on this. So Super 8 is mm-hmm. um, when they're actually uploading 4K video, I would assume that the frame rate of these Super 8 cameras is insane for them to be able – it's not? No. No. See, here's the thing. <laughs> this, is, this is the part that just always cracks me up. The resolution of film is still better right. than digital. So no matter what it is, it's still better. It doesn't, right, no matter what, the resolution is still better. Um, you know, the issue does become when you start blowing it up big, the, obviously the grain size is going to become apparent. So if you if you take a Super 8 video and, yeah, you blow it up to, a, you know, a, a, your regular movie house movie screen, it's going to look very yeah. grainy. Uh, and you, you know, it's not going to be a nice picture, but... Then if you feed it through, you know, whatever kind of digital filters or whatever you want, I'm sure that you can, you know, somewhat make it better. But that's not the point of these. The point of this is all these users that are uploading videos to YouTube or whatever, what is everybody watching this on? They're yeah. watching it on their phone. You know, so it's going to look good. But, yeah, 35 millimeter film is still, I mean, I don't know if it's 8K. I, I know that there's been some tests now that they're talking about, oh, it, it taps out it, you know, like it's like 6K or something like that. But still, the point is, is that film is going to have a particular look and you're not having to film at a super high frame rate or have a giant megapixel, you know, kind of uh, uh, deal. It's It's got the resolution and you can blow it up because it's analog. That's the whole point. Analog can expand to any size. Digital cannot. Digital can only expand to the size of the pixel that right, it was recorded okay. at. So I can see this being great for you know um, film students and people who actually still want to practice the art yeah. of filming something. And the fact that you only right. get three or four minutes worth of film per cartridge, it's like right. I'm going mm-hmm. to do this. It means that it's not just instant gratification, like a like you can on a mobile phone, for example. Like you have to plan out everything you want in that shot, and it actually encourages the craft of filmmaking again, rather than just point and shoot. Right. And we'll do it in post, you know. Um, so I, that's kind of really cool. It's the lament of. It's the lament of still photographers, where they said, you know, back in the day, they had to compose their shot mm. in camera. And, you know, when you got the photo back, that was it, perfectly yeah. composed, as opposed to now people just snap a picture and then they zoom in That's and right. crop to get the That's right. I do it all the time. And so <laughs> I'm a terrible photographer. Right. So it's, <laughs> if, if, you know, I was using so it is, analog. It's, not, it, it's kind of that, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of that planning ahead. Um, it's more planning. It's, it's committing is what I would say. It's, it's committing to something without the idea of being able to yeah. fix it later um i mean you're still going to be able to fix it later 
to an extent, but it's, uh, yeah, it's coming up with a, it's coming up with a game plan and actually sticking to it as opposed to just trying to wing it like we yeah, do on this just show. Just like we have been for like the last <laughs> 10 minutes about film, but that's good because it's sort of tied yeah. in back to like the, the resurgence mm. thing that we we're talking about in pinball. And I think, you know, that's yeah, why the I resurgence it is, it's, it's the, is good. Like to see like people looking back and going, you know, we can have a second try at this. Let's give it a go. And I think the, the downturn, like pinball traditionally has always been cyclical. So, you know, you get the, um, about a 10 year burst and then it dies again. And then you'll come back again, like we have now and you'll get another 10 year burst. Now I'm not sure that's going to be happening. Uh, in the future, I have a feeling that because of this collector market now and the way that the pinball companies have been positioning themselves, I think there's just going to be a steadiness. So if arcade use for some reason drops off again, the collector market will still keep these companies afloat because the collectors are still going to want more tables. There's not like they're going to go, well, it's been 10 years now. I don't want any more tables. <laughs> like they're going to be going, I still want, I still want new product. So it's a pretty genius move, really. <laughs> what you're what you're getting here, and again, this article that uh, if you go to Jared's Twitter, it's it's mm. linked there. <laughs> um, uh, but what the article was basically saying was that, you know, we are as humans mm. analog. You know, we're biological, and so we respond to analog things. Um, pinball is very Very-o. analog. Uh, the resurgence of vinyl. Very is, you know, to some people, they love the sound of vinyl. And so if you look at pinball much in the same way as you look at the vinyl market, and to an extent, you can even, again, go to Kodak, which is the only person making film yes. to this day. Kodak is what Stern was. You know, there used to be Agfa, there used to be Fuji, and now it's just Kodak. And Kodak said, hey, you know, as the last makers of this, we feel it to be our responsibility to make mm. a go of it. You know, uh, to put every last effort to try and so that it doesn't yeah. die, that it's not just we go, ah, we'll give up like everybody else. Stern did the same thing with pinball, where it was like, hey, it's our responsibility to try and keep this torch lit. And if it doesn't, you know, stay lit, at least we can say we gave yeah. it a go. Well, with so if you look at like the with the vinyl records, it's never going to reach the popularity that it did, you know, back in the day when there were no CDs and it was just vinyl or cassette, mm. right? But there is now a healthy enough install base of people that like it and people that are searching it out that they can actually plan for how much of it to have, you know, budget accordingly and, you know, make it profitable. I think that's what Stern did with pinball. They understand or they understood how many they could produce at what rate at, you know, what cost to keep themselves afloat. And now they're getting into the enviable position of having more demand. That's right. It's never going to. It's never going to get to the ten thousand units, just sort of thing. popularity that it yeah. was. Right, right. But, but you know, it was popular at that time with that many units because that was it at its peak. There was no alternative. You might say there wasn't the uh, the video games competing directly That's against right. it. You know, now it's just found its own niche, and it and that niche can grow, but it's not going to be what I what I would call is where everybody hopping on the bandwagon. You know, the bandwagon is long since dumped off yeah. and passed. Now you've just got the people that actually That's like right. it. And I think that baseline, that minimum mm -hmm. expectation that Stern sort of started back in 2012 um, is sort of going to always be there for them. So if they do need to scale back, they can always fall back to that model and still sustain a business. That's right. my gut feel on it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's great.
Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would think that they've learned to how to live within their means. It's very similar <laughs> to like the, you can relate Stern back to Spooky Pinball as well. Like there's a like Spooky know that they can do three thousand units of a game. Oh, sorry, not three thousand, three hundred units of a game. So let's just say, wow, yeah, three thousand. Mm-hmm. Sure they'd love to do three thousand. <laughs> Um, who knows with their new manufacturing plant that they're opening up in Benton there, but um, they know that 300 is sustainable. So they're going to go, well, we're always going to be producing 300 games and we know that we can sustain that and that's okay. Uh, Same with Stern, we'll do X number of limited editions and X number of premiums and standard pro models and we know we'll be able to do that and we'll be able to sell them. So they're not over committing. They're yeah. not going to have stuff in the warehouse piling up and costing them money. They just know that this is how much we can do. And it's having that knowledge of how, like what quantities are viable in the market. Um, that's going to really help them um, stay afloat and all pinball companies in general, really, if they adopt that model, um, that will be the future of pinball and making it sustainable, I think. So let's shift, uh, speaking of Stern, mm-hmm. let's shift it into the digital realm, yes. uh, the Stern Pinball app, which we still have uh, not heard much about. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I don't honestly think we which, will. Um, from past yeah, time. I don't either. I don't, it's going to be a little while. Yeah. But uh, what I am curious about, and this was kind of raised with the announcement of the, the Spider-Man table, yeah. is, well... Obviously, they had to re-secure licenses yes. because now they're no longer dealing with the movie license. They're just dealing with Marvel's license, mm-hmm. which I'm guessing was right there. The Stern app gets written into the contract. So now they have an agreement. In terms of, I think it'll be very short-sighted of them not to look at digital um, digital licensing as well. I think it would be just like, well. And again, so if we have if 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 Game of Thrones is already a given, yeah, I'm going to say Spider-Man's now. A given. I think so. You know, everything everything going forward. Which makes me really hope that they do do a whole bunch more of these vault, vault tables because it'll allow them to dig yep. in. Yeah, yeah, and and with them doing this whole complete repackaging, it makes me wonder. Okay, so tables like CSI or uh, Twenty Four, which you know, obviously they're not on the air anymore. They're not going to sell anymore. No. But they're not. You know, but you do have the uh, uh, the table layout, the design. Can you just go ahead and throw a new art package on it and say, hey, we know everybody likes the, you know, like the gameplay of this. Obviously, we're going to have a different art package. You know, can they somehow, uh, you know, fix it that way? I don't know. It, it opens up some possibilities that I'm very interested to see what what happens if they would ever <laughs> announce the app. Well, yeah, I think. <laughs> or, you know, officially what. It, so, I mean, things have been leaking, obviously. Um, some of the leaks, uh, the Jody, isn't that the, the marketing yeah, guy Jody. first turn? I want to say his name. Is They've Jody. been trickle feeding um, information He kind of let loose. And like, there was an article right, right. that, um, that thank, thank you to Pinball Wiz for sharing mm-hmm. this in the, um, in the forum on that just very briefly. I think as a community, a Pinball Arcade fans community, I think we're going to have to use our pooled resources to try and derive information about this app because it's pretty clear to me that Farsight don't have a say in releasing information about it. I really do think we need to like cut them some slack. Um, they will not right. be releasing any information about this. I, I, this is just my speculation on it because they're not the ones no. making it. Well, sorry, I'll rephrase that. They're not the ones. No, they're making yeah, it, but they're not the ones marketing that's right. it. <laughs> they're not the ones marketing it. They don't have control over releasing information. So guys on the forum, if you're listening to this, 
you need to turn your the Sauron's eye of information over to the stern Facebook page and start probing them yeah. for information because far side is <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for. Go about your business. You know? <laughs> um, so anyhow, no, no. As, as you were, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying that it, you know, the, it's trickled out that yes, they are going to support Oculus, which Farsight also said that Oculus is going to be supported for, um, for Pinball Arcade, which you got to imagine that goes hand in hand with Sony coming out with their own uh, Oculus thing. What I forget what the Morpheus or Mobius, I'm not sure what it's called. Um, you would think that that would maybe work. I don't know. I don't know how, but maybe work with uh, Google Cardboard. You know, if you're doing your phone. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing... You know, because you play... You can play it on your phone if you do the controller. Yeah, the biggest thing you know. with um, Oculus, and this is something that's made me very curious because if they're announcing Oculus Rift, they're going to have to guarantee frame rates yeah. because what you're doing with Oculus is just splitting the vision into two streams, very much right. like a, a 3D broadcast. And to do that, you will need to maintain overall 120 frames per second. Because you're splitting that down the middle of 60. Well, that's why you need a good computer. Well, yeah, but the thing is that Oculus is compatible not just with PC. You can use it on other platforms. So, from what I understand. Oh, can you? Apparently, you can. You think you're going to be able to use it on a PS3? Or, I mean, a PS4? Well, I don't know. This is the thing. This is the, I don't. This is what they're <laughs> not really being clear about. Um, I'd like to see, I'd like to hear more. Not that they can probably speak to the stern side of things, but I know... We we might we might get the opportunity to ask Mike more about Oculus from the far side perspective, just generally. Um, yeah, we'll have to inquire there because, as far as I know, the Oculus is only available on a PC. Okay, it's not available okay. on a phone on a tablet because uh, none of them can run it. I mean, you got to have a beefy, you got to have a beefy PC in order to run that thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, at the especially at the frame rates that you're that you're wanting. Well, let me just do a quick Google search. <laughs> oh, there no. is actually there um, is you, you keep on going i'll have a little poke around yes because i was going to say the other other info that squeaked out people were worried the stern app was only going to be on the mobile platforms and as he was mentioning he uh jody basically kind of said that that uh you know they're looking to get digital pinball out on all platforms now he didn't specifically say the stern app but i think we all can say when he's talking digital pinball he's talking about the stern app mm. And that's going to be on uh, on all platforms that uh, they can squeeze it, squeeze it onto. All right, have a skinny about this. I've got a um, I've done a bit of uh, okay. a quick Google search now. Samsung actually have a thing called Samsung Gear VR, and it's basically Oculus. Yeah, there's a, well, it's Oculus powered Gear VR. So basically, this thing is yeah, it is the Oculus Rift, but it's running on Samsung hardware. So it uses um, the Galaxy Note Five, Galaxy S Six Edge and Galaxy Axis and a few other uh, models as well. So this is virtual reality with your mobile phone. So this is what I'm saying, right? Okay. Like if they're saying Oculus Rift, let's have a look at um, how they would have to do that. They would need to rewrite the engine. That's what I'm saying right now, basically in short. Um, they would need to do some serious architectural refactoring with their engine to do that at the moment. Um, I think that's pretty plain to see based on what we know of the Farsight game engine and the fact that they're having trouble, uh, well, they have had trouble in the past locking it to 60 frames per second on mobile. Um, and this, spoke, you might remember way back when, when um, 
Bonzo and you and I were on the podcast going, so when is the Stern app going to be released? And I said, yeah, yeah. nothing until June next year. And you go, well, whatever. <laughs> I had the feeling back then that this would actually be an opportunity for them to like completely refactor the code base. And that's not a trivial thing to do. And I have a feeling based on what we've seen from the pre- well, not press release, but the article that um, Pinball is uh, le- uh, linked us to is that that is kind of what they're doing. Um, Cause yeah, uh, there's no way they could really do it without uh, a big refactor. I think. See, I'd be curious to know if with the Oculus support, mm. Are they going to make it so that you can actually, you know, walk around the pinball machine itself? Or is it going to be, no, you're locked into this position in front of the table. And yes, you can move your head up and down and, you know, kind of a, a, you know, wherever you can move your head and turn your head, that's what you can see in the room. But you're not going to actually be able to walk, you know, around the table per se. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. It depends how deep they want to go. If they're going to make a completely immersive environment and actually have you, you know, sort of be able to walk around and interact, that's going to be very interesting. And also, it's going to take a whole lot more resources to do that. My gut feeling would be... Because it certainly would be interesting to be able to, you know, actually do what I do a lot of times when playing, which is, you know, lean over the table when you're doing those those cannon shots to, you know, get that angle that you need to be able to, to hit yep. it. I've got a feeling um, that that's what they're going to do. They're going to be focusing less on, oh, look at this. Let's walk up to the wall and have a look at the beautiful wallpaper on the wall. Let's, you know, <laughs> let's be able to like lean let's, in. Let's look at the low-res floor. Let's, let's look at the um, the vomit <laughs> carpet on the floor um, and enjoy that. No, they're going to be doing it so the focus is well and truly on the table. Like, let's be serious. Um, <laughs> why would you want to do but that's what I'm else? saying you know it's it, it, it's how into it do you really want to get mm. you know oh what if the person wants to inspect the cabinet art you know I mean yeah again I don't know I know what I know what I would do for the sake of the game yeah. but I don't know what they're planning on doing for the sake of the format, the format. you know what I mean I think they'd actually just use um, the advantages of oculus in game only that's what I'd be doing i think there's no real advantage that's what i would do too there's no real advantage to making a virtual pinball arcade if you know what i mean like the well i know yeah i mean it would be an arcade of one table well um, well potentially yes i really don't want i i really don't want a repeat of the williams collection where you had to walk around the arcade move through yeah walk through the arcade it's like oh come on yeah no i don't think that's going to scale very well as as more tables added both to you know the the core um, Pimble Arcade app, as well as the new Stern offering. So, yeah, focus on the table and make it really shiz hot. So, you know, you can... Right, uh, because, the, you know, here's the thing. After you've made after you've made all the tables function and work perfectly great, mm-hmm. well, then if you have, you know, extra staff that wants to build a whole arcade and build a game around that, at least we know the tables work. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's like, let's make the thing that we're here to play function the way it needs to play and then we can deal with all the other stuff you know later uh you know that's all that's all pie in the sky dreaming you know maybe maybe that becomes the game hey build your own arcade and you can place machines where you want to and your own rooms and you know it also becomes pinball arcade simulator (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah pinball arcade tycoon i'm happy for it just to be it's funny you mentioned this because just recently i make sure you place the bathrooms in the correct spot in the snack bar too Uh, (laughs) just it's funny because the other day they had a special locally running on google cardboard um, so you know, yeah. used to Google had this like basically um, a really cheap VR solution, which is basically a cardboard box with some um, lenses inside it, 
um, that allow you right. to go fully 3D. And it's it's insane how good it is. And they had this local special the other day where I could get a Google Cardboard box um, shipped for $8 Australian. I went, oh, yeah. Oh, see, I would try that for yeah, that price. Actually, someone had one. Because right now it's, what, 25 Yeah, $25 just for the basic like, official yeah, Google that's... Cardboard one. I went, um, yeah, so I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> there's some, if you go and load the Cardboard app on Android, there's a whole stack of stuff that you can use with it already. Um, there's roller coaster mm. simulators, man. You can actually get roller coaster like um, roll throughs and full on cardboard. Yeah. It is awesome. So I went, yeah, eight bucks. Thank you very much for coming. Um, yeah, I would do it for that price, yeah, totally. but I wouldn't do it for the twenty five. No way. Or for the you know <laughs> Viewmaster have a really slick looking Google Cardboard set, um, which is supposed to be used along with the app, but it works just fine for Google Cardboard. So you know, this is my gateway into it for eight bucks. If I find I really like sure. it, I may go down the path of getting a, a Viewmaster set. Um, you know, so it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. We're pretty, we're, we're lucky to live in the age we are because there's cool stuff happening. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, uh, talk about a few more. We've got a, you know, this is what happens when you don't talk for three weeks. We've got just like oh, pinball wow. news oozing out of us. And for the record, um, Chris, this isn't, uh, this isn't the back room yet. We're still on top. No, right, I know. I know. We might have to like, yeah. So for, the, for those listening, there will be a back room, maybe. <laughs> We've got enough to talk about to fill an entire one of those too. Um, yeah. But I wanted to uh, just before we uh, do run out of any kind of time, want to talk about uh, a couple of things. Uh, a is the Wii U. Uh, Farsight has once again uh, come out and said it's happening, um, which a lot of people were mocking them for, and then I kind of said, well, they shut up about it for a while. Why in the world would they bring it up again and left their absolutely Very serious to, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, to putting it out. And all I can think of is this goes back to what uh, Barbie Babam talked about with the various consoles being difficult and Nintendo themselves being uh, kind of tough to deal with, you know, that they had to, yeah. to do a version of Zen pinball just for Nintendo. I got to believe that that's where the delay has been. It's all been on Nintendo's end because Nintendo is notorious for a demanding perfection, but B, you know, look at how many independent titles are available on a Wii U. Yeah, it's not that not many. many. It's, it's not the marketplace that's on PS4, certainly, or even it's, Xbox it, One, which doesn't have as large. It as, really isn't. In, you know, PS4 fist, really isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, that'll be interesting. They said it, it. I mean, it sounded to me like as a first quarter kind of deal, but. Uh, We'll have to see. We'll have to see what uh, what transpires. I know a lot of people love playing Zen on on the Wii U. Mm. Um, I do have a Wii U at the house. I don't. I you know unless I get some nice free codes. Yeah. I'm probably not going to be dropping hey, it because you know the Wii U is my boy's <laughs> version. But uh, great, yeah, exactly for, right. For great justice and for testing <laughs> and stuff, please can we have the codes? <laughs> well, not me because I'm only a mobile. But send them to Chris so right. can, I can live vicariously through him. Um, I mean, I certainly want to see, uh, you know, see what it's like to have the DMD in your hand rather than, you know, up on the TV screen. That'll be that's gonna be kind interesting. Of interesting to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it would be. To, uh, I'm curious to see what it looks like. Um, Maybe. But like I said, I know where Farsight where I do all there? my playing now is on the PC. Is Farsight going to be at the show next week or is it just. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm certainly going to look for them. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, Mike Lindsay, he's the one that usually would be at these things and probably Norman would be there too. Uh, I know he likes to go to the shows 
and it's not a terribly far drive. It's probably closer to Farsight, Banning is, than it is to me. Um, well, you know what you should do? It's, it's about a 90. If you can, sneak up the mountain. I know it's it's probably snowy there at the moment, but um, yeah. if it's possible, you should see if you can sneak up the mountain as well and say day to him. Yeah, I don't like I said. If it's snowy, forget it. Yeah, no uh, way. I'm in a rental car. I'm in a rental car right now, anyways, which we'll talk about in the back room. Yeah, why yeah. I'm into rental car. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, so I want to bring that up. I also want to bring up the fact that they did finally announce that the next Kickstarter will be uh, for the Doctor Who table. Mm, uh, now I make no no bones about the fact. Didn't that catch yeah, people surprise? Everyone was thinking, oh, the Simpsons, the Simpsons. It's all the way. Nope. It's time to get your dog nope. on. Yep. And I'm, I'm happy to see that this is what will be their next Kickstarter because they told me about it a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, been they told me us. To not be able to say we, we were, um, we were in, the, in the know a little while. And yes, we had to keep it now uh, the lids on it. But yes, it's um, good to see it finally. I mean, that being said, I, I'm, I'm happy for the table. Uh, once again, I'm not happy about a Kickstarter, no, but I understand you know, we had this conversation on the forum where I basically said, uh, I will never disparage anybody that does kick in for one of these Kickstarters because uh, they allow me to play the tables and I thank them greatly for it. But mm. I personally don't like the practice of needing the Kickstarter. Particularly not uh, now with the maturity of, of Farsight. I think, you know, uh, there'd need to be a pretty strong reason for them to run a Kickstarter for me. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's time to maybe d approach it the the same attitude that Zen does and try and look further to um, incorporating the cost of these Kickstarters somehow into the overall platform. Um, I really, really hope that with the Stern Pinball app that they take that approach. Mm. Um, that Stern mainly, and again, because I'm viewing this as this is Stern's deal. Yeah, it's Farsight Stern. is merely the one. Farsight, Farsight is, is the one really making it. Farsight is right, and so I hope, and Stern. So I really hope that Stern is the, the one that, that yeah, yeah. they need yeah. to kick the money in. They need to make it so that it's not a Kickstarter-based kind of program, and yeah. uh, yeah, follows them all to theoretically be large, but they, it may be not though, because you see, like Stern in that article again, going circling back to that article, they said, you know, it's it, yeah. digital's great to give people a taste, but for them, it's always about the real thing, right? So I think. This is my gut that the Stern app is going to be a gateway drug um, for them, and they're going to price oh, it absolutely. as such. It, they're going to price it as such. They're going to want to actually lower the barrier of entry for people to get a real taste of pinball, Stern pinball, yeah. in such yeah. a way that it makes them go, "I have to go and play this in the arcade. I have to." Um, this so, is walking through Costco and trying the sample that they're giving away totally. and, you know, right next to the freezer where you can purchase it. I mean, it, that's exactly what this good. is for. The sample's got to be good for you to actually go yeah. and want to actually buy the thing. And the same mm -hmm. thing is the, the, the pinball sample that you're getting in the app has to be good enough that you go, hey, yeah, I want to go and play this in the arcade. But And again, I, you think about how they can monetize the crap out of this. You know, there's three versions of the oh, tables man. available. And you know, you, you know, sell and you sell all three of them separately. Or as a pack, you know, like you can, right. Or as a pack, right. Different options, right. You could do anything right. with it. Um, so I think, you know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the thing that drives me nuts about why we still can't purchase Adam's family gold. Mm. Why is Farsight sitting on this? 
Yeah. You, you know what, to, to, to please the Kickstarters? Sorry, that fund, you know, that money has dried up, right? You're not making any more money. This is an easy way to collect some coin from your game, and you're not. I don't yeah, understand right. that at all. I understand right. exclusivity, but it's been over a year now. Come on, put it out. Yeah, I think the, the Kickstarter backers who've had access to the gold for a year now have probably got their values worth, and I don't know. After a year, I probably wouldn't be thinking of, like, the um, uh, the gold thing as, like, a real advantage like the the amount of stuff that's different in it there's a few different voice calls there's slightly different trim on the external cabinet the artwork and the play field's the same like there is a point there is point scoring differences oh is there okay i wasn't yes. aware of that okay yes. yes you do score differently in the gold version uh As yeah there's additional rules. rules and stuff yeah but that's yeah. my point and this is what i've always said with again going back to the doctor who kickstarter is timing people doctor who the season ended You've missed yeah. the entire season. And so yeah. what, you're going to put it on during the hiatus? You know, be, you know, it's not going to come on the air again until the fall. People have stopped talking about it. That's the same thing that's happening it's with Adam's family. Like people have stopped, no, people have stopped talking about it and wanting the gold version. All the people that really wanted it, uh, now you're going to have to remind people what it is, you know, if you put yeah. it on sale. So, hey, you might remember this thing. Uh, You're yeah, right, and it's like, like no, you got to get it while people still. You got to, you got to find that 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 apex of people wanting it before they stop caring about it. <laughs> and Ergo, I think, and their new table, their Star Wars releases have just put out. I cannot wait for those to land. I haven't seen the movie yeah, yet, the bio... but what? I can't What's wait for you? them to get here. Uh, it's <laughs> it's tough. I'm, I just need to like take a day off work and go and see it, basically, because yeah. the weekends are nuts. I can't do it. Um, but yeah, I've apparently, according to Bobby, because I we emailed her trying to line up a um a slot to get her on again, and um yeah, she said, look, there's not any spoilers in traditional Gen style. They're very careful about spoilers, and there aren't mm-hmm. any in there. So, um uh yeah, when it comes out, you shouldn't feel like you need to uh, hold off, going, oh, I don't want to have any spoilers. Yeah, Zen are not the internet. So <laughs> they they won't ruin it for you if you buy the tables. But man, the, the concept of these tables is amazing. Like it's transforming tables. Bring it on. This is exactly what Zen should be doing. Like completely yeah. going, this is cool. We can do what we like because we're going to do what we like. Let's have a look at this. Well, and, and you know, we're, we record this on Sunday. The tables are being released on Tuesday, uh, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Tuesday. So by the time everybody else is listening to this, they'll be out and being able to uh, at least try the demo if you're on the PC. Obviously, Android people can't do that. But, um, yeah, I'm very well, curious to check them out. And see. Bucks in cre- I've got 50 bucks in credit for Christmas on Google Play. So I'm I'm getting up to date with all the Zen tables. I'm starting to buy the Fox tables and all that. Nice. And, uh Yeah. I'm kind of uh, really enjoying it, actually. So I'll be insta-buying all the um, the Star Wars tables. Um, incidentally, there's actually a um, a dedicated thread on the Zen forums for all the table designers, and they're grouped per table. Um, so if you are interested in that, um, you go along to the Zen forum and and check out what tables. Like you go, gee, that table's really resonating with me. And you can go and check the designer that did the table and see all the other ones they've done and go, ah, okay, that's why I like all these tables. So through that thread, I've actually found um, a couple, there's a couple of designers there that really resonate with me. Um, and one of those designers has done most of the Star Wars tables. Um, so it makes a lot of sense now. They're going, yeah, I love all those tables. Why is that? Well, it's because it's the same designer doing it. Um, you know, if anybody wants to uh, 
move that <laughs> over to the uh, Pinball Arcade fans <laughs> forum and put that under the Zen section. I wouldn't mind appreciating that. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, you can just, well, it's easy enough to get on the on the Zen. I know, uh, I know, but I never it, go to the Zen forum. You know what I mean? You could put a link to it, um, but yeah, we, should, we that's easy enough to do. I could make a, a post with that and put the link to it. I'll do that after this show. Um, if some if someone like um, Pinball Wiz doesn't beat me to it. Um, <laughs> Um, if you race to the forum, <laughs> race to the forum. Hey, uh, why don't we? Uh, we're gonna shift into the uh, back room mode uh, here, but uh, let's uh, in the meantime blow this out. Mm. Uh, first things first. It's been just pinball, pinball, pinball. Go figure. And I think there's still been there's been, there's, pinball. We've even left pinball on the table, and uh, we'll have to approach it next week. Which is hey, that's that's the whole point of this, right? Uh, yeah, right. So anyway, uh, I have been shut your trap. Thank you for listening. That has been Jared Morgan. He thanks you for Hello. listening. We shall no goodbye. Um, <laughs> we shall talk to you all again next week. Welcome to the Billionaires Club. WizardAmusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own a table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockade Podcast to receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.